and welcome to the SEO podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWebStyle. Charles Lewis, your internet marketing specialist. You guys are tuning in to the most popular SEO podcast on iTunes. That is because of you, 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 specifically Aaron Dean out there watching live. Thank you guys for tuning in. Michael, thank you for tuning in. Michael, thank you for tuning in. Also, uh, as always, we have a tip from our previous podcast, and that tip is make sure you have created, and I couldn't find the right word, or grabbed, or... Secured. Secured your Google Plus local page. Remember that Google local places and Google Plus local have have are in the process of merging or have totally merged. Make sure that your Google Plus, G Plus local page, that you have access to it, that is completely filled out. Uh, if you had a, a, a complete profile on, on Google, Google Plus. local places, it should have transferred over. Just go and make sure. Yeah, what they did was they took all existing Google Places pages and merged them into a Google Local Plus page. And so make sure you go and, and if you hadn't claimed your regular Local Places page, then your Plus page won't be claimed. So go in and claim that. Claim but, it. There we go. Yeah, claim <laughs> That's it. That's the word. <laughs> but more importantly, if you already have a business Google Plus page, then make sure all of your information there is identical because they are about to merge those and so you want to make sure you had both of those all the way up to date so when the merge happens um, you'll be ready to go cool and always remember we are your friendly local neighborhood top position snatches where our mantra is don't be a douche and tweet right now hashtag SEO podcast that's it SEO podcast now what I did with my most recent tweet um, well, I did hashtag SEO podcast space. That's what I did too. Yeah, <laughs> man, we're just like on the same page. Oh, this, yeah. By the way, that happens. We're in meetings, and he says what I was just thinking of saying, and uh, we were at a, a business development course a while back, and we're like, I was just writing that <laughs> that you were writing. It's crazy. Yeah, um, that's why it works. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So we don't have. So go ahead and tweet now. Uh, again, hashtag SEO podcast. Remember, you can find us on uh, Facebook.com slash eWebStyle, Twitter.com slash eWebStyle, YouTube.com slash eWebStyle, and you can email uh, email us at podcast at e-webstyle.com. I must apologize. turn that to a commercial. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I must apologize. The audio of the podcast that I just put uh, live on iTunes is horrible. And we've gotten a couple comments. I actually put in the title uh, when I posted it on iTunes, bad audio, sorry. Um, and I'm also sorry, there's nothing we can do about it. The raw file that we have is also horrible. And so we'll just replace it with the next one and we'll just move on. Keep it moving. Out of, frankly, out of 157, this is the first one that got through. You know, we tend to, to listen to it afterwards. Or usually we can know that it's not working out well. Or we have finished one or two podcasts where we realized that they did not get recorded. <laughs> so we, so we redid them. Do it again. Uh, so one out of 157, sorry about that. And uh, we'll try to make sure that that doesn't happen again. Um, we do have a review. and I, I, I figured we had a yeah, review. I yeah. looked, I said, okay, came in clean, no yeah. new ink. Yep. Got a review. Uh, and, and this is five stars. Five stars, and this is the the, the, the frankly like the quintessential review because this is what we get, right? Hate you, love you, right? Huh. This is from Stuart Savage. Wasn't a big fan at first. Took about three or four episode sods before I could tell the difference between the meat and the potatoes. 
Now I'm a dedicated listener and will gladly refer people to your podcast. You, yeah, you share a lot of information and have fun doing it. Uh, although SEO will change over time, your philosophy of don't be a douche will make your episodes timeless. Uh, keep up the great work. <laughs> Punch in the face. Stuart, right back at you, punch in the face. That's great. It captures, you know, the, the, the frustration that some people get when they listen to our podcast the first time. And then when they, you know, we try and live it up. Thank There's, you for keep listening. Thank for keep listening. Yeah. For, for uh, persistence. So do you prefer the meat or the potatoes? Yeah, what I'm is a, it? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a meat and potatoes guy. Yeah, they, you need both, right? It, it can't. We just always have figured it, that SEO can't be this. A podcast, a good SEO podcast, shouldn't be this. This uh, a title tag goes in the first three lines of mm -hmm. your actual HTML code. It starts with less mm -hmm. than symbol. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that would be uh, yeah. Z's. It would be the end. It would be the ambient of of, of podcasts. Oh, in it would general. be those other ones on iTunes. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, we have some Facebook interaction. Uh, Nick Crossman said, I, "I saw you. Sorry, he actually won our caption contest, and I think I can pull up that caption." Uh, yeah, his caption was. Uh, this is for the cat with the hit with on the uh, Mac mouse. Okay? Yeah, so so we on run almost weekly a, a caption contest. We'll put some sort of image. We want to get you guys to to put out a uh, some sort of caption that's entertaining and maybe even SEO related. Or not, as in this case. Uh, Nick added, last night was rough. <laughs> uh, has anyone seen my damn mouse? <laughs> uh, so go check that out. That is facebook.com slash ewebstyle. Now, we have to start like jabs and throw that out. Uh, and then Michael Meyer says, guys, a very personal message to you. Your audio for the latest 155 is coming out very truncated. Thank you for putting that uh, that." Delicately, it yeah. sucks and yeah, it's really bad. Sorry about that. Uh, let's get into a little bit of news. Uh, I saw a couple of things that that piqued my interest. G Plus can now merge accounts and circles, personal accounts. So uh, there have been struggles. People have. I don't remember how what the process was, but they were, you know, manually basically exporting circles and then bring them into the other one. Apparently, you can do that in the system now. So with with different. Gmail accounts? Yeah. Well, of yeah. course that would happen after, you know, I had... <laughs> Manually moved <laughs> After I just sacrificed one and oh. just started from scratch. Yeah. Remember I had... Uh, well, mine was more of a Google Apps using G Plus issue. Right, and right. So, um, yeah, of course you fix it now. <laughs> after I'm, you know, I'm down to 10% of the of the people I had. I had up to almost a 1,000. Now I'm like at 140. <laughs> Starting over. Um, another thing in the news that I thought was really interesting, actually, uh, Kogan.com has a, so they're an online store in Australia. Kogan.com. Kogan, K-O-G-A-N. They have a 6.8% tax if you're purchasing with IE7. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, yeah, we charge you more yeah, for <laughs> using an outdated <laughs> browser. <laughs> I think that's just crazy. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> there is a new social platform. Maybe I even, maybe I'll even, you, maybe you haven't heard of this. Doubtful. Uh, Roxy. R-O-C-K-Z-I. 
Woo! Yeah. I trumped the social master once. I'm not on it yet. <laughs> so, R O K Z I. Yeah. It's from Blico. The search engine. Oh, Blico. Blico. Uh-huh. Yeah, or Blico. Yeah. Um. So it, it, I just thought that was cool. Like, what is it supposed? What's the niche? I don't know that there's much of a niche. They have a tagline. I didn't write it down. Um, uh, you, you just go so check you it out. probably won't be using it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're going to do a new social network, you have to have some sort of extremely focused niche, niche. in order to even have and a then, small chance of growing to be something special. And then expand from there, right? So we're specifically music or we're specifically... Well, Pinterest, we're focusing on images and people's interests. Yeah. You know, Twitter, we're focusing on short messages that anybody can post. Uh, you know, it has to... If you're going to do a social network yeah. and be new in 2012... It needs <laughs> to be new. It right. has to be all the way new. Yeah. So, Roxy, uh, good luck with that. And, you know, I was thinking, you know, is there room for another search engine? Blecko is still there. Uh, by the way, Blecko has some really incredible SEO tools. Mm-hmm. Uh, so go check Blecko out. They have this kind of hashtag, and that's a B-L-E-K-K-O.com. And they have this process where you can put in a search term. I think you can put in a website and then slash SEO. Uh, and that's forward slash, and they'll show you SEO stats, like how, what what is it that's putting that that, that giving that, them that rank? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's it, we've used it, and it has some some very nice features actually for. I answer for, your question. I don't think there's room for another search engine, um, only because Google has not only you know monopolized the market, but they've they've taken advantage of our of how we communicate um, and. Then that's then it's all tied in the search. So I think there is, and it's niche, and it's niche people because they exist who don't want to use Google, don't want to use Bing. So they're out there looking. They're always good. they're always people who want to not be with with the man, if you will. And yeah. Google's clearly the man. Bing is trying to be the man. This is the young boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they're always going to be, and it's it's enough of a population to support the browser. I mean, that's why the business model, that's why they're still open. That's why, you know, all of that stuff. Um, guys, uh, FedEx is here. Uh, I think those guys eventually get bought out by the man. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think that, that may be their business plan. Um, and... Then there'll be another one because there's there's just this you know it's the almost yeah. the conspiracy theorist guys who are like oh I I want to use a small browser like there was one engine. that the uh, the well prior Google um, um, engineers had worked on I think it was called Cool right remember that C U I L yeah 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 yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is yeah, yeah they 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 came and they went. And I haven't heard anything about them since their launch. Yeah, so I, that was cool. Go check it out, Roxy. By the way, our in general, we would say, yes, go ahead and create a profile because it's another place to be found, uh, and we will probably do the same, um, mostly from the perspective of business. So if we can make a profile that for our business, then we'll, we'll put well, one out there. We'll try it out. Yeah. You know, worst-case scenario, it'll be just like um, my Yammer, my Google Wave, and uh, the, the the ten other profiles that I actually have created that I don't use. Yep. Uh, and finally, we've got Bing adds a way in their webmaster tools to disavow links. So you got an inbound link. It's from whatever, from a porn site. You didn't put it there. You maybe it's your competitor trying to negative SEO you or whatever. Bing has a way 
to say I, I don't I have nothing to do with that link I don't know how it got there um, and the real question is why because Google says in their algorithm that negative SEO can't work mm -hmm. so what's the value in spending the time to disavow any potential bad links well maybe it's not maybe it's a link that could be may not be perceived bad right but I just don't want no affiliation with who's ever linking to me well, so all you're doing, all that, it's not going to pull that link off of that other website. It's just going to let Bing know that you don't want that association. And and Bing is telling us that that doesn't matter. If it's a bad link, we don't give any value. We don't well, give Google's any penalty. saying it. No, Google's actually saying their their message is that you better watch out. If you've got a lot of bad links coming into your website, then we we may be penalizing you. I think their statement is that they are. I don't think they are because negative SEO is just too, would be too easy. It'd be too easy to go onto, you know, horribly ranked, uh, horribly positioned websites and link to your competitor. So I, I just don't think that's an option that they can. They can't afford to take. Yeah, they can. They can ne neglect it. They can't make it have a negative impact. It's just I don't think possible unless they give a dis disavow tool. Now, so that I will give a punch in the face to uh, to uh, being webmaster tools because this came a long way. That and ad center, they yeah. used to really suck and really be crappy, but they've been making some um, uh, tremendous improvements. Cool. Well, that's uh, that's all I got. That has news. That is reviews. That is Facebook interactions. Uh, and remember, follow us twitter.com slash eWebStuff. <laughs> almost got me. So today, um, I got some content on. So, is this the meat or is this the potatoes? I this is this is this is meat. Okay, this, this is, is meat. The meat. All right. Yeah, this is meat right here. Um, decent meat too. You know, this is this isn't. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was watching the comedy the other day. Dude says, uh, "Yeah, I want a, a fillet mignon." <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Um, so it's not your fillet mignon, <laughs> but uh, but this is actually this is Texas. This is a T-bone. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I found this article on Search Engine Journal, um, 10 SEO techniques all startups should be using. And I went through the article, I read everything he put in there, and, um, and I agree with most of it. I think um, it's definitely a good uh, checklist of techniques to use if you're a new business, a startup business, um, and you don't really have the time to dive into SEO and internet marketing, but you do need to cover some basics. And then maybe you can come back and revisit your internet marketing you know, after you do everything else that comes with operating a startup. Um, so his number one was um, um, identify your target keywords. And so, and I definitely recommend this. If you're a startup business um, and you and you have a, you're working on an online presence, definitely determine what keywords people are going to use to find whatever you offer, whatever your product is, whatever your service is. Determine what those keywords are. You probably should come up with a huge list, narrow it down to your top ones, and then and, and list them out. Write them down. That way you'll have them. Um, and that way you can use them <laughs> as you begin doing other things like branding and social Building your website. Like that, building your, your website, right? Yeah. You know, we like to start from that first perspective of, okay, these are the keywords we're going to target. And really, it's a very natural because here's the products that you sell. Here's the services that you have. Those are going to have keywords associated with yeah. them, so we want a page for that product. We want a page for that service. 
um, wh- whatever it may be. And this is great. It's great that he has that as number one because you know our, keywords, keywords, our keywords. second mantra, right? <laughs> keywords, keywords, and keywords. keywords. Mm-hmm. So number two, he says, uh, technique number two is implement branding efforts. While it's uh, important identifying target SEO keywords for use in your marketing campaign, it's vital that you begin the branding process as early as possible. And um, and I totally agree. We all know that that branding and brand awareness um, is a huge influencer in regards to SEO ranking. And so if you're a new company, um, it's imperative that you begin your branding as soon as possible. And simple stuff like uh, finalizing your logo, consistent color scheme, um, things like that, whatever your tagline is. And that way, across all your sites, all your materials that may get published on the web, you use that logo, you use that color scheme, you use that tagline, and so that way Google can start referencing these different places with the same information, building your brand. A brand is such a huge thing anyway. Mm -hmm. A real brand consultant will tell you that it goes from not just how people perceive your business from the external, but the experience that they have internally once they become a customer. And we always say the first step of a website is that your website should represent the value and quality of service that you give to your customers. So glance at your website, and if it doesn't do that, call us, call somebody, yeah. uh, get it fixed. Because it, it's pretty simple to have it represent the value and quality of service that you give to your customers. Definitely. First impression. Um, so number three, focus on content creation. Uh, running a company blog on which you post product updates, industry news, other personal interests is a vital part of SEO for two reasons. One, publishing content to your site increases the number of keywords, and um, and you may find yourself, oh, and second, um, filling your website with valuable content is a great way to build relationships. And so um, content creation is, is always key. Content creation is always key. That was worth saying twice because um, it's all, you know, it's content. Content is what houses all your keywords. Content is what people come to your site looking for. Content is what provides the information describing what you offer. And so it's, it's, it's imperative, there's that imperative word yeah. again, that you, that you have not only the right content but enough of the right content. And, um, and according to the latest algorithm updates and things like that, we were talking about Ziploc earlier today. Fresh content. Make sure that your content is new, that it's up to date, um, and that it's that it's um, actually useful right. content. Everyone hates going to a bad site that has stale content or yeah. old content or things that that's not relevant. So yeah, number one, um, identify your keywords. Number two, implement your branding efforts. Number three, was focus on content creation. Number four, which which one of those were imperative? All three of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, um, commit to social networking. He goes on to say, uh, many startup entrepreneurs participate on social networking sites. Can seem like another chore on a to-do list, and it does. But don't fall into that trap because um, Google and Bing have acknowledged that they that they use social signals. Um, so get social, yeah. basically. And, and I like the word he used was commit to it. Everybody can. We talked about it a few minutes ago. We'll probably go set up a, a Roxy profile, right. right? But you have to commit to it. So if you're using Google Plus, commit to it. Start start adding comments. Start adding people to circles. Start adding photos. Add, you know, use it. Yeah. If you're Facebooking for your business, then then provide valuable information that's not 
always salesy and always with the sales pitch or CTA, but just some valuable information about your products or the service you offer. If you're tweeting, tweet links to, to sites other than yours sometimes. That's how you start building up that recognition and, and people will start following you because you share. You have to really commit to it. Um, what I actually told a client the other day was um, dedicate some time to it. When you come in the office on, on you know, you, you can get coffee, check emails. Put aside an hour to get social. Yeah. Even if it's just two or three tweets, a Facebook post, and something on G+. If you do it every day, then that'll start yeah, to grow. It's going to be huge, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so do that. It's kind of a piggy bank for piggy bank of SEO. You're dropping in pennies at a time, and it really pays off in the long run. Mm-hmm. Number five, um, connect with social networking power users. I like this one. Um, I don't know if it's all as important. It probably shouldn't have made a top ten. Not, uh, a, not imperative? Is that what? Yeah, it's not imperative. Okay. It, um, <laughs> it, if you have the time, connecting with power users is probably something you would end up assigning to somebody else. And usually if you're a startup and you're small, you probably just don't have that resource available. Um, but it can definitely help. If you're... Um, Let's say you're um, in the in the SEO and you connect with me. Um, I have a pretty good clout rank, I think, a lot of followers. And so if you get a retweet from me that goes to some people um, or, or you know other people, Danny Sullivan, people like that um, who are who are in this industry and who are recognized as power users, or Chris Brogan, uh, Rand Fishkin, people like that, um, then that could definitely give some weight. That can definitely give some weight in in, in your influence. All of a sudden, you'll see your followers go up. You'll see more people adding you to their circles, especially if you're doing um, number four and posting regularly. Right. So, you know, if you had a time, um, yeah, then, then research some power users in your industry. Uh, we have a client um, who does um, siding and home exteriors. And so what he did was he is, he is the top of the list in our service area with James Hardy, the top siding provider. And so by connecting himself with them, making that alignment, um, that immediately raises his stock. Yep. And so, you know, you wouldn't want to consider that. Find out who the power users in your industry are and, and get in those circles. Um, number six, install Google Analytics. Uh, this should have probably been up closer yeah. to the number two. Yeah. Um, you must install GA is what <laughs> I call it in here. Yeah. Um, even if you're going to install some other analytics software, use Google Analytics as well. It's free, and it works great, and frankly... Uh, it's one of the best out there, yeah. if not the best out yeah, there. Yeah, even some of the paid ones, you know, don't, don't, don't add up to what analytics offers. And probably uh, anything that the paid ones do that Google doesn't, there's probably a way to make Google do it, um, yeah. really. Yeah, because it works, and, uh, and not only that, it has... Um, uh, different plugins and things like that are available. I mean, we have a client who has an e-com store, and so Google provides the conversions tab where you can see how many conversions you can get. Our the the Open Cart software, which is a, a software we use for e-com stores, if it's not on WordPress, um, has a plugin that ties into Google Analytics that allows you to track everything down from keyword to how much. Yeah. To, to revenue generated yeah. from a particular keyword. And so um, that itself isn't available in Google Analytics, but Analytics is set up to work with it. Yeah. And so definitely install Google Analytics on your site. Do you know something that Google Analytics can't track? <laughs> Not provided. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, well, it can, but it won't show. Right. 
was the files. Like so, if you click an MP3 and download an MP3, because if you think in the URL, it's the URL to the MP3, mm -hmm. and there is no analytics code on, on the file. MP3 file. So literally, Google can't track files. That's where some analytics software that sets resides on your server, because your server knows the file went out and know yeah. how it went out and all that stuff. Actually, can capture all the information that Google does. Um, the only other way to do it is to actually make a page. That autumn that redirects yeah. to download, and then Google can track that. How many visits that page had? Either that, or you use the. Um, oh, I'm drawing a blank. I use a tool every now and then with logs on it, the Click Path, Click Map, and it'll show you where people clicked at. Yeah. And so if you hover over and you download here, and it shows you know 48 clicks on this download button, then it's safe to assume that you had at least 48 downloads. I wonder if that works. Um, yeah, so if that page is only for the purpose of downloading, I'm wondering if ClickPath would work because I think ClickPath works not because it knows where you clicked on the page, because it knows where you went next. And so I know 100 people went to uh, the page where you download, you know, your your algo changes mm -hmm. uh, wrap. Um, and because there's only one link on this page that goes there, I know all those clicks happened here. The map is not really... Where did the clicks occur? The map is a, an expression of we know that the they went to this next page, so they've had to either click maybe home here or home at the bottom. I don't think they know which one. Well, it I is. think it's, in, it's maybe they do. Good research. Maybe they I do. Because I think yeah. it's tracking by links, and the yeah. reason I say that is because when you look at ClickMap, it'll show all of the available places to click on that page and how many clicks each place had. had. Yeah. And so I would, and I think that how many it had is because of how many times the person People went from that page there. to that page. I don't think that they're actually doing like eye tracking or mouse tracking. Hmm. So I, I would argue that if there's an MP3, a link to an MP3, that w even though you may have had it download a hundred times, that that wouldn't show up on the page that actually has the link to download the MP3 because Google doesn't know that you downloaded the MP3 and they don't know that you clicked there because they're not tracking the mouse. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. research I'll that. Go put it, an MP3 well, maybe somebody download. out there knows the yeah. answer to this. Uh, send us an email or, uh, you know, you yeah. can email us podcast. at podcast <laughs> at <laughs> e Or hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash ewebstyle. <laughs> <laughs> or you could tweet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> at ewebstyle. Let's see here. So, um, and speaking of that, right, this is what I was going to say. Number seven is set up Google Analytic goals. <laughs> and so yeah. uh, maybe we, maybe I'll try that. Maybe I can set up, yeah, it would have to be a thank you page or something like that. But set up your goals. So if, you're, if your CTA is, let's say, fill out this form, then make that thank you page a goal. And so that way in Google Analytics you can track how many people came to the site, how many people went to that page, and how many people actually made it to the thank you page. And that way, that's a goal. Um, so that way, you can track, you know, how effective your campaign is going. Um, number eight, invest in, in the link building campaigns. This one I thought was kind of suspect because um, he used the word invest, um, and invest usually think money. I'm gonna take it as time. time yeah. Uh, definitely invest some time in link building. Um, it is, you know. Very, very important. Incredibly imperative. <laughs> That's the word I was looking yeah. for. Incredibly imperative. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to your SEO campaign. That's um, I squared. 
I squared. <laughs> yeah, Dean calls us C squared. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, C plus or something he put. But um, yeah, definitely invest some time in your link building. Um, and and a couple of ways to do that, you know, by first um, submit to some directories, um, um, good directories, They're directories that are usually have some sort of approval before your stuff gets posted. Those tend to have a, a better rank and and Google a, a higher trust factor. Because if anybody can just submit and it automatically gets approved, then where's the value in that? Um, so submit to some of those. Um, you also want to maybe do some 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 commenting on on industry sites that are related to yours. And again, those comments should be reflective of the article you're commenting on, not well, just the uh, mantra related to. Yeah, comments. don't be a douche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, if my article is about you know ten reasons, ten SEO techniques. Don't go on there and put. Yeah, check out my site with a link. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll spam you. Yeah, <laughs> and so make sure your comments actually contribute, because um, that way other people read comments. And what I like, what what SEO Moss does a good job of, is all of the all of the authors who publish articles, they 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 go in and respond to comments frequently. And so you'll see a, a comment conversation going yeah, on. Yeah. Including the publisher and other people who probably don't know each other. Right. It's a great way to start networking and that's a great way to eventually sprinkle in your ad. After you went back and forth a few times, by the way, I posted something similar on this topic on my site here. Right. And insert link and that people will probably go to because they've been commenting back and forth with you. That's not being a douche, that's just being um Part of a good conversation. Yeah. Number nine, try guest posting. Guest posting works only if the if the blog you're guest posting on is relevant and um is not spammy and um and and has traffic. You know you don't want to guest post on xyz.org because no one knows who xyz.org is. Um. So, but guest posting can work. Yeah. You can you know by default people will give you a great link. Use a high PR link to your site, and it's your ch- it's your chance to kind of tap into someone else's network. Yeah. If I have you know ten thousand people reading my blog every day, and I let you come guest post on it, now you get a chance to give all ten thousand of my people your opinion with a link to whatever you offer. So so find a site that'll let you guest post and um and 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 write a good post. <laughs> you know, last thing you want to do is <laughs> when, submit some crappy post, posts. Yeah, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Please go to my site. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> yeah. And then and people will talk about you in the comments. I've done yeah. it. Man, why'd you let him guest post? Oh, my God. You know? <laughs> so, I've just that. removed his website from the Internet. <laughs> <laughs> and number 10 on here was um launch press releases. And so if you – this is almost a must – for um, a new startup, if you're a new startup, you should definitely start archiving and cataloging um, things that you can release and schedule those releases. Oh, grand opening on such and such date. We'll be doing this. We'll be doing that. This will be available. Blast that out. Press release. A week later, another press release about how the grand opening went. Grand opening was great. We did this. We did that. Press release, and you should send those out via newsletter, via blog post, tweet them, Facebook them. You know, go back to um, um, yeah, number four, and socialize your your press releases. And so that's that's one of the easiest ways. And it doesn't have to be web. This is a press release is one of those times where, depending on the industry, it may be worth going to a traditional form of marketing. You may want to get that press release in a, in a handout or in a magazine if if people in the industry still look at that. A good example would be um, 
hunting, right? Things like that. You know, they have these different magazines that 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 talk about nothing but guns or talk about the different things that revolve around hunting, tools and things like that. Um, if you have a new company and it's online and all you sell is tents and and deer traps and things like that, then it's worth getting your press release in that magazine. Yep. And so, um, yeah, launch some press releases. So that was that was the top ten he had on here. Um, cool. So what? Eight of them imperative. Eight seven, of them imperative. About seven of them imperative. One of them incredibly imperative. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other ones was if you had the resources, then take advantage of. Yeah. And and you could one of the things that's actually happening a lot more in the industry is you're able to find people who will, can be social for you. Mm-hmm. Um, we're a company that can do that as well. Uh, just let us know, give us a call. Um, and what you want to make sure is you you don't want to just turn it over to them and not spot and not check what they're doing and not participate. Not participate. I mean, you, you still want to participate. There are going to be things that you can do as an owner or with from within the business that somebody from the outside can't do or can't do as easily. Um, and also spot check them. Just don't turn it over and know that posts are going out on, on your Facebook page every day because you hired somebody to do it. One, you want to make sure they're posting, and two, you want to make sure they're relevant and yeah, they the really make sense, and and they have the brand message that you want. Again, the reliability and credibility that that you yeah. want associated with your business, because they may be posting things relevant to the gun industry and you know, and not cool, like yeah. not <laughs> what you want. And I'm not meaning like cool. I mean like that's just not, not what, right. that's not the yeah. kind of post I want to be associated with. So uh, make sure you track them from time to time. Um, one of the things on there he said was uh, makes me think of uh, Goose Creek. Um, get reviews. If you can get people to review your product, like highly influential people who um, who have a great following and people kind of um, 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 appreciate what they have to say, get these people to review your product. We have yeah. an account who who did that and they sell. It's an e-com site. They got a, a popular blogger to review their products, submitted it, and that week. I looked at Google Analytics from that e-com plugin I was telling you about, and there was a huge spike in revenue generated two days after that blogger sent out their post. And so, uh, if you can get reviews for your products, um, do that. Yeah. Get a confidence in your product though. Do yeah. You know your product sucks. Yeah, don't do that. And and you know, with a with a highly valuable blog, there, there was a cost associated with yeah, that. Yeah, hey, he had to pay to get it I'll done. Pay a little bit of money. You review it. Put it on your blog. Great. I mean, that works out really well. He's done other things similar to that. So that's a good venue uh, for product-based businesses, to be sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. So that's it. We got some, uh, got some blanks there. Yeah. <clears throat> back, head to the back blanks there. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was. Blank. I saw you. <laughs> zone in Superman laser eyes. Uh, uh, Cyclops. And then jaw drop. <laughs> That was, yeah, because this is jaw-dropping blank stare. Yeah, so this blank stare is at Yahoo. For um, They let 450,000 passwords get hacked. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, again, like, <laughs> so if you have a Yahoo account, change your password. Yeah. Change it soon. And I was chatting um, at a networking event last night, and people were saying, you know, I see people whose accounts get hacked, and then once it's hacked, people send out emails from that account. It's usually Yahoo accounts. Yeah. Is, it, is there they like? Do you need to type? It can't be hard to add three, four 
20 lines of code that tighten it up a little bit. Because <laughs> if people are hacking in general email accounts, Yahoo email accounts, um, then now they figured out a way to just go after 450,000 at a time. Yeah, so Yahoo bought this company Voices and... Um, and, and then they tied it into their whole database. And the problem was, everyone who was a user on Voices, their passwords weren't encrypted. Uh, and so once Yahoo tied it into their existing database of users, all of a sudden, everyone else's became available. Wow. So, yeah, I went and changed mine today. So change yours. Um, and frankly, <laughs> I'm going to tell you why it probably really sucks. Because I have a Yahoo account, and I've had one for years, probably two decades. And... Um, I don't use it. <laughs> I'll use it um, coming up in October for fantasy football, and and then once the season Super Bowl happens, I won't use it again. Right. And so um, that's probably majority of the 450,000 people. <laughs> so um, yeah, except rare, Kim, rare. my girl, she uses hers that's, faithfully. Yeah, that's, she uses Yahoo. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the thing. Once you get on an email platform, people don't want to switch. They like they just don't want to switch. Um, all right, you have been listening to the most popular internet marketing podcast on iTunes. That is because of you. Uh, at last count, 7,000 downloads a week, 64 different countries. Uh, that is because of you. Thank you so much. Uh, until the next podcast, my name is Chris Burris. Charles Lewis. Bye-bye for now. Oh, my.